Guys, it's that time to get us up in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Dick. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle. And I am going to start out off, right off the bat, Travis. I have a question for you. I just need a yes or no answer. And then I am going to respond with hold that thought. Perfect. So here's my question. Do you have a subscription to IWTV? No. All that thought. <laughs> okay. Carry on. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Hold that, that thought. Carry on. We didn't do anything. What was I holding for? Just hold the thought for later. Uh, you got to explain to me what IWTV is? Yeah, when we get to it. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, because I... Uh, you know what? I, I think I, I think I do know what it is. I know I've heard it before. But cool. No, I... I, I yeah, yeah. Love you scattered brain me, bro. Guys, we're back with the second episode of 2023 as we roll on through. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of cool moments uh, I heard happen this past weekend. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to any shows. Uh, I definitely wanted to make it to Rocket Pro, and I'm so sorry that I missed it. It kind of bummed me out. Um, Pow happened, and I, I got a cough so bad. I'm trying to hold it in. I'm trying to be professional. Can't do it. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hell's bells. Uh, I heard a lot of cool things happen to Rock and Pro. Obviously, we're gonna go over the results of it, and um, apparently, some dude's missing. I saw a uh, uh, that fucking uh, that weirdo guy Chet. who got beat up uh, a couple months ago. Chet Chet Gunderson. Yeah, did he go missing like before? No, he didn't go missing. Um, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm getting him mixed up with the uh, guy from uh, Crash Tested. You're right. I know where you're yeah. going with that. Jed Williamson? Yeah. Yep. Got yeah, it. yeah, there we go. Yeah. So apparently somebody's missing. Um uh and I want to talk about all that. Obviously we got some shows coming up this weekend that we're gonna talk about as well. But before we dive into any of that, I gotta remind you guys that this episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one stop shop for all comic needs, whether it's graded or raw, Carter Comics has it all. Check out CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics. Use the discount code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 10% in your entire order. Now, if you're an eBay fan, you like bidding on comics or uh, buying comics outright through eBay, go to CarterComics.com, go down to the bottom, find the links that are four different uh, eBay accounts. You can pick something out there, buy it, and you use the discount code there as well. Again, it's a discount code, not a promo code, 
which means you can use it over and over for as many purchases you wish to make in the future. True. Um, com has been a proud sponsor of Freaknet Studios, This Freaking Show, and Just Freaking Wrestling for a little over a year now, and we appreciate everything they do for us, and we'd appreciate if you guys would go pick up some comics or even some Funkos because they are starting to stock up in those as well. Again, graded to display or raw to read, CarterComics.com. Get there now. Use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 10% on your entire order. Not sure if I mentioned this last week. Um, I know I did on this freaking show, but I don't know if I mentioned it here. Cartoon Joe and I, who's my co-host on this freaking show, will be setting up, along with Carter Comics, to do a online Facebook auction of their comics. So uh, that's probably maybe sometime in the spring. So uh, we'll keep you updated on that as we go forward. And now I'll be through Facebook at the Freaknet Studios Facebook page. If you're not following us there, make sure you are. And we may post this while I'm just freaking wrestling. Let me, I want to make it short. I want to make it sweet because uh, even though we got two shows, I think you said we got results on, there's about four that we got match cards on. So We got a little bit of match cards, but not enough to have at the end, so we may do them first. Do the match cards first? Yeah, because there's not a whole lot of information that was posted this time, so... Are people not relaying the information to us? No. (sighs) And they're not posting it either. I have a few matches for ARW, CSW, but, uh... Two of the other shows have very little bit of information, but they're important well, information nonetheless. So, so, so D. Okay, hold on a second. Because now, okay, DWA and CSW are happening on Friday. Yes. ARW and Wrestle League are on Saturday. Yes. God, that sucks. Yeah, it does. God, it sucks so much. But see, I, and I, I think that's one of the benefits of IPW is because not many shows in this area, at least run on Sundays. Right. So that sucks. I mean, that's that's definitely going to be a big split. DWA uh, puts on uh, some pretty big shows. SCW, CSW crushes with their shows every single month as well. So uh, that'll be interesting. But, yeah, uh, Nubby, whatever you want to do, you uh, you have the information. I don't. Um, so whatever, however order you want to do it, Rocket Pro could be the main event of this episode. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think we'll do that. A lot happened there. Uh, Rocket Pro with standing room only again? Yeah. Damien's crushing it, bro. I guess so. That's five for five. He's doing a lot of things at uh, Rocket Pro right now besides uh, bringing in the fans. Did Steve have a seat? No. Mm, I told him to buy a ticket. He also got smacked uh, by Roxy Hart. That makes sense. I believe. It. I don't know what he did. I don't or know why Roxy, she put. Roxy, whatever her name is. I don't know what. Name don't know what he did. Don't know why she did it. But you know what? Clearly makes sense. Got it. Uh, let's talk about match cards then. Uh, we start. Uh, we start with you got no other. You got no news outside of the box. Said, you know what? Uh, other, other than WWE, obviously, uh, there's a lot of. Uh, Mentioned that Vince McMahon is back in WWE. Obviously, sales are moving forward. Some of the bigger uh, rumored companies looking to purchase WWE. Obviously, Saudi Arabian government. I don't know if that's real or not, but I think it is. Uh, Disney, 
Fox, uh, USA. I think all of them are in the runnings to uh, purchase it. Uh, actually, I don't know if um, there was a huge list of them, and I know I think everyone else is more focused on the USA network uh, to be the ones to purchase them. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how far that, how much that develops over the because they they're saying that it could happen within the next three to six months, which. Yeah. You know, you're you're talking about WrestleMania time. You know, so it's yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But I mean, other than that, I know there's uh, rumors that uh, Bo Dallas is supposed to be at Monday Night Raw tonight, um, and that's kind of giving away uh, him being Uncle Howdy. If it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. There's really no confirmation on who Uncle Howdy is. Um. Don't know much about uh, AEW as of right now. Nothing really stuck out uh, to me as far as what we need to share from that aspect. We saw uh, Charlotte Flair, but I think uh, that happened a couple weeks ago, so people already know about that. So not 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 too much to share right now. Now, uh, Sky, Sky Blue had her first title shot on um, at Battle of Belts, so that was good for her. She didn't get the win, but she came close. She she was holding her own, kicking some ass, but that Jade, she's just a little bit too powerful. So, oh, okay, yeah. Scott. Fucking, uh, what was it, Mercedes Monet? Oh, yeah, she uh, uh, made Sasha her. Banks debut in New Japan. Yeah, good for her, don't care. No, no. I know a lot of people are uh, hoping to see her come over to uh, AEW and uh, wrestle uh, Jade. Which, no, I honestly like if she, it, okay she shows up she gets that pop woohoo Paige yeah. got the pop she's already falling off yeah so no one yeah. cares no shock shock factor kind of as a shelf life um but I think more people are. Uh, I think they'd rather us talk about indie wrestling anyways, which I'm yeah. totally fine with. I'm still trying to figure out a way to get more televised wrestling talked about. Like I said, I mentioned, I try, I'm trying to figure out the uh, two-show idea. I think uh, the idea of Dizzle J coming back has fallen through, so uh, I have no idea where Dally's at. Steve's obviously too busy for work and shit, so who knows? I really don't. Uh, kind of, uh, JFW kind of fell into a limbo right now, which isn't a bad thing. Um, we'll still deliver indie content. Uh, we have enough content for independent wrestling to fill the show anyway, so it doesn't really matter if, uh, uh, we do the televised stuff, but obviously worldwide, I would love to get the televised stuff more in depth in here, especially with us doing the, um, the pay per view predictions and stuff like that. So we'll have to figure that out. Uh, if for some reason, I'm just gonna throw this out there, uh, if for some reason, uh, Dizzle J decides not to come back, Steve can't find the time, and Dally never returns, uh, maybe we'll look at see if there's anyone else out there who wants to join us, uh, on Monday night. You know Here's what, time. I might, I might know a guy. Do I like this guy? You don't know him, but he does listen to I our I don't show. know him! You don't know him, but he does, he does listen to the show. Yeah, who's that? You can say the name, it's fine. Uh, I don't want to, you know what? I want to leave the name off the air right now, so I'll tell okay. you at the, after the show. Yeah. Is there, some people we know know him, 
And I don't want to, I want to make it a surprise if, if I can get, make it happen for when we get to, if we are able to do televised stuff more, I know he'll want to talk about that. So till then, is someone, I haven't met this person. You never met this person. Probably already don't like him. I hate meeting new people, but yeah, no, we'll talk about that to show them. Sounds perfect. Maybe, uh, is, is, is his name C Red? No. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, no, we'll share that after the show then. Let's uh let's talk about some match cards then coming up this weekend. All right. Um, we'll, I guess you know what we'll uh let's start with DWA because there's no match na- um no matches listed. But if you don't feel like going to CSW uh this weekend, but I have another way that you can watch that show if how you don't feel like D- How does DWA not have any matches scheduled? I don't know. I mean, this is their first show in what? Four months? Five months? I don't know. It's just the way things are booked. Oh, insane. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, anyway, um, I mean, if you, like I said, if you can't make it to CSW, I will have another way you can watch it. If you don't plan on going out, but if you plan on going out, but don't want, can't make it to CSW, you can check out DWA, which is Dynamic Wrestling Alliance. They will be at North and Maple, which is formerly known as Side Street, in Tinley Park at um, 18401 North Creek Drive. Doors open at 7 p.m., bell time 8 p.m. Tickets are $15. They are limited, so you may want to get them in advance on the Eventbrite link on Dynamic Wrestling Alliance on Facebook. Maybe this is, uh... So there was a post on DWA. I'm going to read this. 2023 is closely upon us. And everyone and their brothers are making their New Year's resolutions. Resolutions like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get my finances together. I'm going to the DWA Resolution Rendezvous. Friday, January 13th, 2023 at the North and Maple, formerly known as Side Street. Wait, the last one isn't one of your New Year's resolutions? Well, why not? DWA is coming back in 2023 with an incredible wrestling extravaganza. Don't you want to bring in the new year with Dynamic Wrestling Alliance? You get to see such stars as B.O.W., the Mighty Max Holiday, the CSI guys. Let's not forget Jay Cross and Jack Carpenter, the drinking class, the Mayan Mauler, Drew Hernandez, and one half of Hardcore Impact, Paulie Tomaselli. However, it doesn't end there. To find out more, you'll have to come out on January 13th at the North and Maple in Tinley Park. A great way to make 2023 dynamic. I mean, hey, that, that's a good read. Yeah, but I want a fucking match card. I want I want to know some matches. I want to know who's going to fucking be there. Well, we know who's going to be there. They just listed it. Yeah, they just said some fucking names. I can say shit like that. <laughs> God. God, well, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean it, it, just because just because you list names doesn't mean those people are going to show up. It's like, 
Uh, like, come to CSW. You can see great wrestlers such as Jimmy Carrot, the Lunatic. Like, just because I say names doesn't mean they're going to fucking be there. There is one person. There's one person I know is going to be a DWA. I'm not going to say who it is. Oh. Yeah. Is is this somebody, somebody I know? Yes, you 100% know this person. Well, then 100%. 100% know this person. Well, then I'm not going to ask any more questions. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So. Cool, yeah, DWA's uh, Friday in Tinley Park. Yep. Uh, 18401 North Creek Drive in Tinley. Doors open at 7, Bell 8. Tickets limited, fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen, fifteen bucks. Um, if you want, get them in advance if you can. At Eventbrite, link on their Facebook page. But let's say you want to take a trip to Franklin Park. We have a show. Chicago Style Wrestling has season premiere on Friday, January thirteenth. As well. Uh, 97.57 Pacific Avenue in Franklin Park. General mission is $25 in advance via the link on their Facebook page or at the door. Front row is sold out. No surprise. Uh, doors open 6.30 p.m. Bell time is 7.30 p.m. Now, before we get into the matches. I had asked Travis T a question. You did. did. Does he subscribe to IWTV? He said no. Well, here's a reason why he should. And this here's a reason why everyone listening should as well. Okay. Because CSW will be live on IWTV this Friday night. We will be streaming live on IWTV. Now, how do we how do we get to IWTV? Well, it's simple. You can get the app on your phone, or you can go to the. I believe the the website is available on your desktop computer, and it's guess what? The subscription is just ten bucks a month, and you get all kinds of indie content. I even have something on there. From the time, back in the day when I was with Elite Pro, IWA Mid-South had a 500 show, and I was on that show. Me and John E. Cash got our ass beat that night. John E. Cash. We were paying our dues. Wow, there's a lot There's a lot of companies on this thing. Yep. You name it, it's there probably. In fact, you know what? I gooped up. Because Dreamwave's last show was also live on IWT. Yeah, Deathmatch Down Under, Women's Wrestling Evolution, Action, Freelance, Southeast, Wrestling Open, H2O, ICW, and over 300 more. See? Fantastic. And we will be streamed live on this amazing thing called IWTV. 
Right? It even has a schedule on here and all that. It's better than the WWE Network. Alright, you know, Peacock. <laughs> Fucking Peacock. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's another way to, you know, if you can't make it to Franklin Park and you want to watch CSW, well, here is your chance. You don't have to wait now to for it to come out and, you know, a month later. You can watch it from your house. You can watch it at the bar on your phone. Drink away, have some shots, and watch some wrestling. That's awesome. And, Speaking of the wrestling, don't you want to watch a scramble match? Which features CJ Esparza, career killer Chris Miller, Heather Reckless, who's former women's champion, the dog-faced bastard Greg Murray, and the former heavyweight champion Joey Avalon. That right there is work. The ten dollars you'll spend on IWTV, even the twenty five dollars at the door, if you were to make it to the show. Uh-huh. You know what else you get to see on IWTV Friday night or What's in that? person? That? The Metro Division titles on the line as Steve Boz, the champion, takes on Victor and Estra, who's really on a roll. He's kicking butt, kicking people in the face. He's fine. And actually, it wasn't originally for the title. Mm-hmm. We, they actually had a, a a poll, and obviously, they it won the part where he has to defend the title. So, I think you know why should we be asked this question anyway? I think every month the title should be on the line. Oh, I would believe so. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool, though, to get fan interaction into the uh, match cards. Yes. Related to the match cards. Yep. This is the ghost there again. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm just going to ignore it for right now. <laughs> I, don't um, hear the, I don't hear the dog barking, so I don't, so I don't know what the hell's going on out there. I don't know. Okay. God. Fucking awesome um, shit. You know what? It, you know what it could be? It could be it could be Conan Lycan. Yeah, you know you know who you know who it's not Terry because he doesn't show up for shit. <laughs> but, but I love I him. Say, <laughs> I say Conan. I say Conan Lycan, who is uh, part of the Hate Keepers. Um, he's taking on Cody James. Don't you want to see love, that? I love Cody. Cody. Cody Cody James is one of those guys I want to see down in SCW more often. Just a fucking meaty powerhouse fucking dude. Yeah. Kind of like a yeah, like a Nathan Jones look to him. But better. Yeah. Yeah. Now I I like I I had not, I I had at least one opportunity I had ta- I got a chance to talk to him on uh uh one of the Southland talks that we did maybe a couple years ago. Cool fucking dude. You know, he's a powerhouse, and I, I love powerhouse wrestling, and uh, I would love to see him back in Southland. So. Oh, yeah. The Lycan uh, guy's a big dude, too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And he, for a big guy, he can fly, too. Perfect. Like a, like a Luchasaurus? 
Yeah, just about. Yeah. Uh, we have another title match. For the women's title, the new champion, Sierra, your favorite. Gosh, such an awesome person. We'll be taking on Shelly the Bombshell Benson. Shelly's fairly new to the industry, right? She just came yeah. in last year. Just about, yeah. Right. Um, She's um, moving up in the ranks and getting her title shot right off the bat. First, her first yeah. uh, title shot ever, I believe, and first title shot of the year. I'm sure she'll get many. Isn't, um, I thought I saw somewhere that she was facing that, uh, that one girl that I was really high on. I think that Muneka girl. I believe she'll be facing her soon. Um, yeah. I want to say that might be for all heel wrestling. Maybe. I, I, I know. I just remember seeing it. Um, I just can't remember what the hell I saw it then. But clearly, so many of these shows. So. Yeah, so many cards, so many shows. You, mm-hmm. you, you never know. And you know, Shelly's Shelly's wrestling everywhere. She's get she's putting the work in. Yeah, and I I um I pulled up uh there was a I think I think it might have been her debut uh match. No, because her debut match was one of those dark uh, CSW uh, matches, right? Um, I think God. Uh, no, because she actually started out as the manager. I mean, like LA. a debut, in, debut into the ring. Well, debut in the ring, I think she was on the main show. Okay. I just remember looking up one of her matches and everything. I kind of like her. She was, I think she has, she, and I, I could be getting her mixed up with uh, Nikki Nix, but she also has kind of like that rock and roll kind of, like, theme yeah. song and attitude to her. She's kind of like a, yeah, rock it. Uh, she's got like the uh, maybe a mix of rocking of of like a rock and roll cow cowgirl kind of thing. Maybe. God, that's, that's my that's my favorite thing. I guess I could just look it up, right? I mean, that's what the fucking maybe. internet's for. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, don't what, don't depend on me. What's her fucking name? Uh, Shelly the bombshell. Shelly the bombshell. Yeah. Yeah, you keep going. You're fine, man. I'll, if, if I right. pull it up, I pull it up. All right. Well, then, um, and then, uh, one more match announced as of right now. Uh, more will be, you know, popping up soon throughout the week. Uh, for the CSW heavyweight title is the new champion, Axel Rico, taking on Jacob Batu. Is that the Simone dude we saw at Rocket Pro? No, that's uh Solomon Solomon Topu. Topu. But Jacob Fatu, I believe, is uh Ring of Honor. Okay. He is Shall known we? well. Well enough. Apparently <laughs> not to me, bro. Well I you probably don't know much. I've probably seen him, but yeah, I yeah. Look at that, look at that. Fucking uh yeah, cowgirl. See what her fucking entrance song is. Okay. <laughs> so uh she does a she comes out to a cover of Holler Batgirl. 
I gotta tell you, I'm not sure what show this is, but um, when they cut between fucking uh, cameras, and you get that issue with the fucking song, that's that's I'm not happy with it. What fucking company is this? What company can I say bad shit about? Oh my god, it's not bad shit, but uh, Lucha Libre Total. Oh yeah, LLT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they need to kind of work on that cutting from camera to camera with the music and everything. I think Elite Pro used because they had multi cameras and stuff. I think they just kind of fed the song in by uh, uh, for the entrance of their videos. But that's just weird going from like really quiet to really fucking loud to really quiet, really fucking loud. But <clears throat> so not a big fan of the theme song though. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, um, those are the matches listed as of right now. There will be plenty more popping up throughout the week, so stay tuned to Chicago Style Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatever social medias are out there. They got yeah. it all. So, and of course, Nubby shares them to our Facebook page because he's awesome. It's what I do. So the podcast, what a podcast host shit. Fuck yeah. All right. Um. Okay, so let's go into Saturday. So Friday has passed. I'm tired as hell. Um, I am not sure what I'll be doing Saturday, as another thing could be possibly happening in my world. So who who knows what I'll be doing? Um. Hmm. ARW. First show of the year. Okay. American Legion Post 100, 1899 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is 7 p.m. They've upped their ticket prices to $15, but I believe if I read it right, children, you are still the same. It still might be $10 for you. Maybe. I think I read that right. I just didn't write it down. Too much to read. <laughs> I still have notes. I just had to do them at work. I didn't have my notebook today. There you go, man. Fucking wing this shit. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think so, people listen more for our banter than they do fucking everything. It's got to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um. So far, two matches and the well, technically three, but um. So the heavyweight title is on the line as Nick Cutler takes on Vic Capri. That's going to be a fun match. That's for the RW uh, Championship? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, and then the ta- tag team tournament is ongoing as the family takes on two members of the workhorses. Did they specify who uh, who from the family is uh, going to be in that? Yeah, they did. I just don't remember the one guy's name, and I feel bad because he's a legend in this in, in this area. <laughs> I'm just I just forget names. Uh, but one of them is the new newest member and prospect, uh, Jay City, or um, was he something Manson now? Jay City Manson, we'll call him. And then um, I just don't remember the other guy's name. I do apologize. Names are not good with me. Dude, don't fucking apologize. Here's here's what I'm here's what I'm going to tell you, Nubby. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking put every single wrestling company out there on blast. 
because they should know by now that the week of their show, we talk about their show. So they want detailed fucking match cards listed out. Either respond to us or send them to us. Now I think what I'm going to do, and you can help me do this, we will we will sit down and we will make a list of every wrestling company that we will talk about here on this show. We'll take the list, split it right down the middle, and message every single company. Say, listen, we got the wrestling podcast. You should know about us because we've been talking about you for X amount of months now. Every Monday night, we record a show talking about the match card for your upcoming show that week. If you want us to talk about it, please send us the match card by Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever. Because it, it does, it becomes a lot when you have to sit there and rifle through fucking Facebook posts and <clears throat> shared links and all this other shit to get all this information together. When all they got to do is just send us a list. These are our matches. You know, you can still advertise it. We put it out on fucking Tuesday. So, you know, put your match cards out there and everything. We can put an asterisk. Card subject to change. <clears throat> but when you have, like, weeks like this, when you got four shows happening this fucking weekend, now you've already done three fucking shows for this weekend that are coming up. And you have done a total of five matches. That's a problem for fucking wrestling companies not to be having this shit out sooner. It's insane. And I get it. You know, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not a fucking, I'm, I'm not a booker. I'm not an owner. I don't have my fucking, you know, I don't have a presence in the wrestling business. So who am I to fucking say this? But that's what it is. If you expect people, it's Monday night right now, and you're putting on a show fucking Friday or Saturday, you got five or six days now to put out fucking posters and shit of what matches are coming up. They should be out a week before. Give people time to see it, see what's going on. Give podcasts like us that get viewers from across this fucking state, giving them match cards. DWA, not one fucking match card's posted. Not one match. CSW is what, three you did? Five. Five. ARW is what, three or four? Have the match card ready. I'll reach out. I I will do it once. We'll do it once at the beginning of this year. Every single company that we want to talk with, it's, it's like I said, split down the fucking middle. I'll message half, you message half, and just say, hey, listen, we fucking host JFW. It's a weekly podcast. We talk about independent wrestling. We talk about your shows. We want to send out a, a, a good, clear match card. Monday night, Tuesday, we record Monday night to release on Tuesday morning. Let everyone know what matches you have coming up at your show. If you could just send it to us on Sunday night or Monday morning. Because we're, we're doing a favor to them. It's not costing them a fucking dime for us to do this. The least they can do is send a fucking match card. And it's the beauty part of it. If there's matches that are supposed to be surprises and they don't want to give away the wow factor, then don't fucking share that shit. But I know a show has anywhere from, what, seven to nine fucking matches on it? And we have a show that has half the card, a show that has a quarter of a card, a show that has no card at all? It doesn't make fucking sense. And I'm sitting there looking... 
There's nothing additional than what you're saying right now, and that sucks. Social media is a big thing for fucking independent wrestling. It's fucking huge. Shit that we didn't have in the fucking early 2000s, as big as it is now. You know, they didn't have it in the fucking early 90s and shit. And that's another thing that I bring up at SCW school. Back when we did it, we were flyering every fucking Saturday before the show. Walking around the fucking businesses, sticking up fucking flyers and windows and shit. They don't have to do that anymore. But they can at least share the shit, send some shit out. A little too much. Did I do, did I do a little too much there, Nubby? You might have went off a little bit. But it's valid, right? You're not wrong. That's right. Man. I apologize if I offended anybody with that, but seriously. Jerry goes apologizing. <laughs> I gotta I gotta fucking apologize because I don't wanna get somebody's like, Well you know, bro, I didn't tell you to talk about my fucking uh, wrestling company. It's like, then good. If you don't want us talking about your company, tell me. And I'll never mention it again. I'm okay with that. There's a dozen companies within 20 miles of us that we can fucking talk about. Anyways, Nubby, as you were saying. Uh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> as I said, the tag tournament is, is still ongoing. Uh, the family would take it on the workhorses. So, go family. Fuck them workhorses. They suck. Still? Ass. You still got problems with the workhorses? Huh? I will always hate the workhorses. Not to, not, not to get a little beside, behind the scenes here, but we kind of sat next to them at IPW. Yeah. They but they nice. weren't they weren't about to do anything because they got their ass beat by the power hour. God, yeah. Yeah, they did. They seem like nice fellas. A little goofy looking. Nice fellas. Yeah. It's debatable. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um. At, and then we got um, the 20-man rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, an, some, some of the guys were announced. Uh, the workhorses, all three will be in there. Excalibur, VJ Price, Magic Mike Wendorf, Dave Allen, Families J City, that bastard JPH, uh, both members of Youth Gone Wild, and the Indiana State Champion, B.O.W. Those are very, or uh, just very few of who's going to be in. There's going to be a, a hell of a lot more, and I'm interested to seeing who it will be. It could, could it be somebody from Canada? Could it be from down south, Mexico? Could it be from somebody you know from your backyard? Who knows? Uh, this this twenty man rumble shaping up, and the winner gets a title shot. Perfect. I don't know who's gonna take that fucking belt from Cutler, though, man. I can do it. Could you? I could. Are you in the uh, Are you in the Battle Royal? I'm not saying whether I am or not. As of right now, nothing's for sure. Where do you go, fucking Sting? <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on this weekend for me. As I said, 
Um, if I don't hear officialness, the officialness official stuff, yeah. I might not be there at all. Other things that might be happening this weekend, so. Yeah. You are at, this, you are, you are at CSW though this weekend. Oh, I'm definitely at CSW. That's that's for damn sure. Yeah. It's just uh a buddy's in town this weekend. This is legit. Um he's getting his band back together. I actually mentioned this before. Uh we kind of I'm still got to talk to him about doing a song for, you know. Future oh, for intros. Yeah, yeah, for future intros. Yeah. Speaking of Saturday, we have another show to talk about. Mm-hmm. Wrestle League returns to the Homewood Auditorium, 2010 Chestnut Road in Homewood, Illinois. Tickets are $15. There's a family pack of four for 50 uh, A couple matches have been announced. We'll go through this real quick. Russell Alltime. Again, sticking to this name. I think he's finally found his niche. Uh, Russell Alltime will be taken on Hot Rod Daddy Andy. Nice. Uh, both both current IPW champions. Yes. Yeah. It is kind of funny how all the champions of IPW are Russell League um, regulars. I guess it just shows the uh, the eliteness of uh, Russell League. Yeah, very elite. Yeah. Um, the I new mean, champ- no, I mean, I mean, they're no elite pro wrestling, but yeah. You know. No. No. Uh, Coda Hernandez will be taking on Kid Lat. Uh, Coda Hernandez will be. Uh, I'm assuming he'll be accompanied by that motivation Mike guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that child, <laughs> Jake from State Farm. I I beat him. I beat him. Too much. Good. Good. Fuck yeah. I made him my bitch. That's what I did. <laughs> How about that for motivation, Mike? Um, and then Quinn Widock, um, who is the new Wrestle League champion, will be taking on. We don't know. Oh. See, surprises. At least, at least they have him there. It just says he'll be defending his title. Who will he face? Will it be the former champion, uh, Ewok? Is he going to get his rematch? It could be Muggsy James, probably, you know. It could be I'd me. Like, I'd like to see Muggsy James do it. I got a, I got a lot of hope for that fucking kid. I got I got ideas for that fucking kid. I just gotta get him down to Southland. Hell yeah! I would love to stick Muggsy uh, James on a fucking high voltage roster. He'd be good on the main roster too. Now I want him for myself. You just want him all to yourself, huh? I, I, I want Muggsy James because we because apparently we have a we we have a, we have a history in common with each other that I didn't know. Until I talked to him at IPW, but yeah. I know this connection. Right? Yeah. I want, uh, I want Muggsy James on. There, there's been, there's been discussions with me and Muggsy and Southland Championship Wrestling and, uh, I, I, everything's a process, obviously, to make things work out and everything. I hope it does work out. I hope I do get to 
see him wrestle in a Southland ring, hell, even a high voltage ring, uh, either one I'd be very happy with because I didn't know the fucking dude. I, I knew nothing about him other than your match cards. I knew nothing about him until I went to IPW. Mm-hmm. And I liked what I saw. Good fucking young kid, too. Mid, mid-20s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's got a long future and everything, and I, I, I think, I think he could definitely impress and everything. Yeah. 100%. Really good. Yeah. Them, him, and I like to get the bro bros down there too. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. I need some, I need some high voltage tag teams. Top shelf, I still claim is my own. I don't give a fuck what Terry says, even though I do love him because he's a great guy. Top shelf is my tag team. High voltage. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, that those are the shows for this weekend. Um. If you have a show and you're in it, we didn't talk about it. Oh, that's your problem. Maybe you should have messaged us yeah. when I posted about it. Yep. Sorry, JFW, sorry Charlie. JFW's been around for five years now. Five and a half years. You know what we do here. I'm here to help you guys. And if you right. book me, it's it's automatic. It's a bonus. Plus, it's free for you guys. Right. Free publicity, free right. promotion. Right? How insane is that? I do this for free and I still buy a fucking ticket. I don't ask for anything out of this. Cause that's how great of a guy I am. God. So, so, so you f- love yourself. You're a great guy. That's true. That's true. I, just, I just like I just like seeing the number of downloads on me. People fucking listen to me. <laughs> All right. Last, awesome. We got results from last weekend. Yeah, yes, we do, and we have some interesting things to talk about, and we got some questions to be answered. Um, all right, Powell, we'll start with Powell. They had a show this past Saturday. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, Eric Freedom took on uh, Tommy McGabre. The match went pretty much a no contest as Tommy McGabre uh, Macabre, um, would not answer the referee. Uh, he was basically not listening to him and the referee threw it out. Um, Tommy was, uh, inflicted a lot of pain into Eric Freedom and then the locker room, uh, I guess, spilled out and which led to Jimmy Blaze demanding the battle royal to start. So it got, I guess that the question we asked last week, about that qualifier, whatever. I guess that was just they wanted the battle. I guess this was this is the battle royal. They just called it a qualifier. I don't know. Um. So the battle royal happened, and Eric Freedom wins the battle royal. So he's got the keys to the kingdom, which means he can challenge for any championship in pop. Who are, who are Paul's champions right now? We know Holiday and IPA. Um, Kazile. Kazile. Those are the only three titles they got there. Tag, champion, and mid, uh, Midwest? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. And the keys uh, work for any titles. Yep. Because we saw how, well, we saw Hunter cash in, uh, one key for Holiday to win the POW. Yep. Cash in another key for, uh, IPA to win the titles. Yep. I think there was one more key, wasn't there? No, just the two. Just the two keys, okay. Yeah. Not true. Uh, 
All right. Um. So yeah, freedom of cast. How selfless? How selfless is Hunter? He's keeping oh, he, somebody else. Yeah. What a what a what a nice old man. <laughs> Too bad he didn't do it for me. He's like he's like the he's like the guy who who sprinkles the salt in Home Alone. You know, from afar he looks like a fucking evil motherfucker. <laughs> but deep old down, man Morley, yeah, old man deep, Morley. Deep down, he just wants to watch his granddaughter sing at church, right? Right, <laughs> swinging a fucking shovel at a bad guy's fucking head. God. <laughs> All cheers right. To, cheers to you, Hunter, and those pigeons you feed in the park. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Sierra took on Nikki Nix and got the victory. God, I'm so excited for that. I'm so I, I, I'm sure Powell had women's matches before this one, but as far as you've been here, I, don't, I think this is the first women's match we ever talked about at a Powell show. Yeah, at least in a while, or at least yeah. that, that I can remember. Right, and I'm, I'm happy with Sierra. Obviously, she, um. Great in this fucking uh, in in this region, however you want to call it, territory, whatever. Uh, but also Nikki, you know, growing, coming back, finally able to do her thing. No yeah. one holding her back. So I want. I, I'm wondering, and uh, I'm sure we'll find out uh, next month or whatever. Uh, I wonder if this is going to open up the opportunity for more women's matches at POW. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. Who won the match? Sierra. Sierra did. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Was Was there any doubt? Come on. Sierra. Nah, come on. I just wanted to hear it again. Because <laughs> you know Sierra won the match. God, fuck yeah, she won. Of course she's gonna win. Come on now. Um, BMI took on the Bone Daddies, and now I'm sitting here as I was reading this. I'm like, who are the Bone Daddies? Then I realized, because you know. Oh, damn it. I dropped my notes. Oh, hell's bells, bro. You see, I'm going to keep my notes now from previous. That way I have it. Look at this guy. He's fucking his shit together. All my stuff's on post-it notes just scattered all over the fucking place. Okay, so I was saying that I don't know who the bone daddy is. Then it dawned on me. Yeah. The bone. The Bones. It's the Trog, who's a caveman, and Moondog Murray. How stupid am I? But notes. It's a good thing I got them. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, BMI. It, bother, it bothers me so much that it's been this long where somebody scooped you up to fucking co-host a wrestling podcast. Like I'm so glad that I that that this that this decision was the best decision I ever made for this fucking show. I want you to know that. I appreciate it. All right, fucking I, I'm not. I'm gonna try. I, that's a lie. I tried my best not to say anything negative about the Power Hour this week, but I'm gonna have to slide this in real quick. They fucked up in not bringing you on because you're. Yeah. You're a fucking, you're a, you're a good fucking co-host, bro. You make my life so much easier, and I appreciate that. I appreciate, I appreciate your appreciation. Excellent. All right, back to work. So BMI uh, and the Bone Daddies went to a double count out. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Scott Spade took on the Masked Marauder and got the victory. Only I knew how that happened. Probably Mistress Misery got involved as usual. Wouldn't surprise me about that. Nah, she's evil. Uh, Kazile retained his Midwest title against Mattel Valentine and Mason Perks. Uh, IPA, which one of them again has your high voltage title, uh, de- defeated, and I must say this again, defeated punitive damages. Oh, they didn't, they didn't win their debut at fucking POW, just like they didn't win their debut at uh, SCW? Nope. So again, uh, Mr. Uh, you know, I, I, you know what, I'm blanking on his name already. Feinberg? No, I'm the the other guy. VIP? Schultz? Yeah. How did I, how did I forget VIP? Because he's, because he's not really much of a VIP fucking P. He's, for, he's forgettable. Uh, yeah, another loss for VIP. Right. If, um, VIP if VIP stands for very ignorant person, then yeah, he's crushing that shit. Yeah, he is. So is Feinberg. Oh, God, man. That guy's got to be the worst fucking lawyer in the fucking world. Like, normally somebody, somebody gets a manager, brings them in to help you win fucking matches. Granted, the, I mean, uh, I got, I, no, there's, there's no positive spin. <laughs> they just, I don't know. First, it was the Sheik. He couldn't yep. help VIP. I no. mean, I beat, I beat VIP. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I will, now, I will say this. In their defense, which is all I'm going to, this is the only in their defense pun to Feinberg I'm going to give him. This is only his second match in the business. So maybe, maybe when he starts getting more adapt to how the business is, how, you know, matches work, how to win, maybe we'll see some differences. But seems to me realistically, I think he's actually getting in the way of VIP more than he's actually helping VIP. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, IPA uh, retained their tag team titles. Funny, I wrote titties. My bad. Um, all right, now we're on to the main event, and there's a lot of questions. You saw the video. Uh, Max versus Hunter Payne for the POW heavyweight title. Um, yeah. it, it was thrown out. It was totally thrown out by referee Brian Allen. I assume he was the official official. Jimmy Blaze was the enforcer. Um, looks like Brian Allen was out of commission and Jimmy Blaze went to go count for Max and he wouldn't do it. Um, Max then attacked Jimmy Blaze. Now, Jimmy Blaze asked for that. If he would have just been fair instead of trying to screw around and screw Max Holiday over, he wouldn't have got beat down. What? You asked for it, Blaze. Wait, what's what's that? What's that old saying? Uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yep, and he won a stupid prize that night. It's uh, I, it, it's no secret. I I'm a huge Max Holiday fan. 
love fucking Max Holiday. He's one of the fucking greatest wrestlers. I enjoy I enjoy watching Holiday. Great fucking dude. Um, but it's because he's not only entertaining, is that he'll kick the shit out of anybody who gets in his way. Yeah. Hunter Hunter Payne is no pushover. He's not. He's not a you know to, to use the term a mid card guy. You know he's Hunter Payne for a reason. You know he's FCW heavyweight champion for a reason. You know and yeah I uh, it, it all of this all of this bullshit with Pow and SCW putting the the feud aside and everything. There's still no clarity on how this is supposed to work. Right. Because, I mean, it was supposed to be, hey, we're done disputing, we're done fighting, we're done arguing, let's just put out some matches, we'll put 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 on some great fucking shows. But then this happens. You know, you got Blaze now costing opportunities to SCW guys. I mean, yeah. from, from what I saw, because cause there's no way of knowing, and we're going and you're gonna obviously reveal what happened at the end here. But there's no way of really knowing what if the tables were turned. If a pain was pinning Holiday, would have Blaze counted the three? There's right? no telling. We don't. We don't know, and that's what sucks about all this, because it's not like it's not like Blaze, you know. Beat up Max Holiday to give Hunter Payne the win. He just flat out gave up counting after I think I think he did the two count and then the middle finger or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's not like he was trying to help Hunter Payne. It just seemed like he was more or less hurting Max Holiday. Right, but obviously it didn't end there. So uh, no. you you go and finish up. Uh, share with the world who hasn't seen the video. Obviously it is out there on Facebook. Exactly what happened. So, um, Max Holiday was beating the holy snot out of Jimmy Blaze for not being fair, for doing the wrong thing. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. I cannot stress that enough. Jimmy Blaze did the wrong thing here. Oh, it was um, a justified beating. 100% justified beating. Oh, yeah. Ma- Max deserved to beat his ass. Oh, yeah. 100%. Jimmy Blaze deserved it. Um, but, uh, Eric Freedom, you know, Tries to help his friend. Fine, cool. No big deal there. And then uh Scott Spade, Tiny and Mr. Misery came out. Um to think maybe they were gonna solve the issue, get in the middle of it, you know, maybe just separate them, who knows? Or maybe even pack Max. Mm-hmm. But that did not happen. It was Spade, Tiny and Mr. Misery beating the shit out of Jimmy Blaze. Um a lot of questions are going to be asked now because Spade and Jimmy Blaze are tag team champions for SCW. Yeah. What happens with that? Um, now, in a way, we kind of saw this formation of a um, friendship, I guess, between Max, Spade, and Tiny at the last SCW show because they were teaming up together against... um. Sean Mulligan, Hunter, and uh, mm-hmm. who else was it? Marco Anthony? Marco Anthony, yep. But I, we didn't think this like, like we just thought it happened. And you know, Terry Allen watching from home, 
just put the match together. Oh, let's put these guys with these guys. You know. Yeah. Do you see, you see that you post? Do you see that post that he put out? No, I'm. Me and him are not friends on Facebook, so. Oh God, thank God. You're a great guy. Fucking love him. Uh, but he posted on there how he was asked not to be at the last show. How are you? How are you asked? You're the president. You are the president of this show, and you are asked. I, I don't. I don't fucking get it. I, I wish I had answers for it. I'll see if I can find it. I mean, maybe maybe I'm reading it wrong. I don't think I am. Because this is the first interaction me and Terry had in a long fucking time, ever since he kind of fucking yanked my power away from me. But, hey, understandable, he, good reasons. Love the guy. Um, I just recently heard an interview via Hunter that I'm being seen as a tool to stop him from gaining the POW championship for Max Holiday. In December, I was asked to be at ringside to ensure Max would walk out of the match with Rhino as the POW champion. I promised to keep him to get him the three count, I kept my word. That's my stumble, not his. Very articulate. Great fucking guy. Uh, I always do what is good for business, even if I know I'm going to get the horn for it. I kept my word. I took my medicine. I stayed away from the SCW Christmas show, which was Max and Pop, Max the Power Heavyweight Champion. I guess Hunter the SCW Heavyweight Champion. So I guess he made the choice to stay away. Sorry, my mistake. He wasn't asked to. He chose. He made to. a choice to stay away. I mean, he hasn't shown up much anyway as president. No. But no, I no, mean, to- it's valid. It's valid. What? It makes total sense why the the fucking the 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 big guy, the president of the company, would not be at the show with the biggest match happening. Totally understandable. Makes total fucking sense. I don't even have to overthink the logic in that. Uh, I win no matter who wins. I have no love loss for either man. What is good for business? That is my business. This Saturday is another match. Obviously, this was supposed to be for this previous uh, Powell show. I have no reason to be at Max vs. Hunter. Again, cool. I win either way. Quit pointing at others for your failures unless you're going to point at others for your successes first. I keep my word. Good luck Saturday. I win either way. Uh, sure. Why not? It's a, it's a win whoever wins or loses. But you would think as leadership, you'd want to fucking be there. Now, I know I got no room to talk because high voltage GM I wasn't at I wasn't at quite a bit of the high voltage shows. Now I'm really excited to get high voltage, you know, kick started and moving forward in twenty twenty three. I'm gonna do my best to fucking do that shit. I'm gonna need my boss, who I fucking love by the way. Great fucking dude. Also step up and be a fucking leader. Because maybe if he was there at the last SCW show, at the last POW show, maybe these Kerfuffles wouldn't fucking happen, but they did, and that sucks. But uh, as far as Spade attacking Blaze, it 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 proves to me that there's not everybody's on board with this fucking unity between Powell and Southland Championship Wrestling. Aaron Xavier made that point very clear at the end of that fucking elimination tag team match when he walked out. Max Holiday made that very clear after he kicked fucking Hunter in the face after Hunter tried to explain it to Bob 
Blaze the uh, the month late the month after, and now you got Spade attacking his own fucking boss, his own tag team partner, his own his own tag team partner, his own tag team championship fucking partner. Right. So it so it, it just goes to show that the further we get down the road here, how many more people are going to not be okay with this? Because we just saw it the last uh, CW show too. You still have Powell coming from uh, from the other entrance, from from downstairs. Yeah. So even though there's a unity, there's still no, they're still not sharing that fucking locker room. But I don't know. It just it, it the, the shit never made sense to me. Um, I as as a as an authority for Southland. I'm going to do my best to back the decisions that were made. I have to do that in a political sense, but as a podcaster, as what, as what Steve, you know, Steve has said, or what Sentinel has said, a journalist, there's not a lot of clarification on what's going on. And apparently from all the actions of the locker room personnel, these wrestlers, None of them were really privy to the decisions that were made between Hunter Payne and uh, and Blaze. Yep, and that's showing because one of your biggest guys, Scott Spade, fucking turned on you. So. Yep, and you know what? Everything Max has done, all justified. No, yeah. you know Hunter, you I respect you, but I I feel like you you were about to take an easy win. From Max, after you two were on the same side for the longest time. In fact, Max led the charge at the beginning of this war. So, and the fact that you were about to take this cheap ass, cheesy ass win, because Jimmy Blaze fucked up, Uh is beyond me. Now, I have to go back, because this is important. Spade and Blaze are SCW Tag Team Champions. Does Terry Allen just take the belt off of him? Or do they, does he pull a Damian Saint and force them to team up? Are, are you asking him to strip the belts away from him or do an ideal decision based on a classy, elegant fucking uh, fellow general manager? Come on. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. <clears throat> it, you know, it, it's a toss up because we don't, we don't know the official match card for SCW. Uh, obviously there's shows not till next week. Um, but I think we'll see hopefully Monday, uh, next Monday what the match card looks like and what kind of uh, card we have because it's, um, it's becoming muggy. Mucky. There's, uh, there's some issues happening that, you know, Hopefully we can kind of steer the ship in the right direction, if you will, uh, and figure it out. Who knows? I, if I had it my way, strip the titles, call it a day, create a tag team tournament, and uh, crown some new champions. We got uh, we got some good tag teams uh, who are available in Southland Championship Wrestling. Obviously, we saw from the uh, poster um, that or, oh God, wait, I don't think the poster got released yet. Never mind, can't say it. You we got know, a ta- we got we got a tag team coming back. I don't know. You can look real quick and let me know if the poster got posted or not. Um, we got Top Shelf, who's obviously you know, forming a great tag team. Now that Powell and SCW are working together, there's some tag teams from over there that you know could easily come in and you know be part of a tournament. <clears throat> um, it, it's official. 
It made cool. It, we yeah. so we know we saw the we saw the poster. Dysfunction is going to be there. Mm-hmm. So we got we got we got we got tag teams along with Jimmy Blaze. He's on the poster. See, so it's it's one of those things where we. Uh, I, I, I again, I don't want to take credit for it. I know I said it last time. I don't want to take credit for Powell having a women's match, even though I said it. But I also said that SCW needs to grow their women's division and their tag division. And I know about four or five tag teams that, you know, we're looking to bring in in the next few months here at SCW. So I'm not saying I'm a game changer, but <laughs> that game's fucking changing somehow. Yeah. So, no uh, doubt. I yeah I don't know uh you can strip the titles I I don't see I don't see Blaze forgiving that easily uh but time will tell like I said I mean unless Blaze and Spade are businessmen that they can put their personal issues at Powell's side to defend FCW Tag Team Championships in Southland but if if I had my vote on it it definitely won't happen we won't we won't see a we won't see a um, a unity between those two to defend those titles in Southland Championship Wrestling. So I, I think the wise choice is stripping the titles, creating a tournament, and uh, find out who uh, who des- who's deserving to be the next champion. There we go. Right? SCW hasn't had a tag team tournament in Southland Championship Wrestling since they crowned the first ever SCW tag team champions, which were Elite Payne. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, all the shenanigans and all that. Uh, a lot of questions to be answered. Uh, February 4th will be their next show in T-Wood. Um, speaking of general managers, they have oh. a special general manager that night. Dazzling Donnie. Dr. Yes. Hepford. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw a certain post from a certain former leadership role type guy not quite understanding why well it's simple because if you could do the job Hedford anybody could do the fucking job I mean Jimmy Blaze kind of said it I mean they were they just had standing room only recently and that was after Mr. Commissioner Hedford was not hired back well, he said he could be the ring crew. You got to start from the bottom again, apparently. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Maybe you should have done better. He but we still looked- want you. Still want you on the show. We want you to talk about it. Oh, please, you come on the show. Error of grievances. I promise I'll be I love talking to ring crew. Please do. Please yeah, do. You know, we should talk to ring crew and... The lighting crew. Yeah, why not? Why not? You know? You know, fuck yeah. Hefford, you're more than welcome to come on the show anytime you want. The invitation is there for you, bud. Oh, you got to do a show up? Yep. Well, you know what's funny? I think we're talking to him right now, and he probably doesn't listen to our show. Oh, so if that... he doesn't listen to the show. I <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who know Hedford, because he's probably not listening to the show, please let him know that those who don't listen to the show kind of go fuck themselves. 
I found out this past weekend that someone else doesn't listen to our show, and I told him he can go fuck himself because of that. Uh, who's that? Uh, we will get into that in a second. Oh, hell's bells. Hold that thought. Well, I know it's not Steve. Steve does listen to the show because I do it's hear not. I do hear his recaps about our show on his show. And you know he was nice about it. He's always nice about it, guys. If you if you haven't yet, make sure you check out the Power Hour that releases Tuesday nights on Facebook. You know, yeah. And Nubby that shared, this week, right? Yeah, Nubby shares uh, the the show on JFW, so you guys have easy access to follow it because Power Hour doesn't have a Facebook page. Hey. Yeah, JFW does, and uh, Nubby is kind enough uh, to share it uh, when it is released. So make sure you check out the Power Hour, because uh, you guys may think like, "Well, I want to listen to two different wrestling shows." Like, well, because it's differently. I, their their show has a lot of interviews, and they talk about they talk to a lot of people. We do interviews once in a great fucking while because we want to focus on upcoming match cards and uh, results that happened previously. So check them out. Check both of them out. C-Red's over there, Rion Skills is over there, Cactus Rack is over there. They do talk about uh, Roller Derby, which is, uh, I believe, also in Homewood. The, uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely check him out. Uh, Steve is crushing it. Uh, obviously, he gets to retain his role as a wrestling uh, commentator, uh, jo- uh, j- journalist, GM, whatever he is to whatever company, because he did win at IPW. With a hellacious spear. It's very hellacious. Right? See, I can be positive when I want to be. <laughs> the power of positivity. Fuck yeah, it's a power hour worth of power positivity. Hi-o. But yeah, no, if you if if you talk to any of your friends out there and like, hey, you ever listen to JFW? And they're like, no. Tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> and if they decide right. to listen after that, they could unfuck themselves. But until then... They can fuck themselves. So. All right. So, um, pow happened, but you know what else happened that night? Rocket Pro. Rocket Pro Wrestling. Rocket Pro. Uh, a show yes. full of elegance and class because it's led the way it is. Yeah. Elegance and class. But I have some questions for that guy. Because, well, actually, I asked this question last week, and now my answer, I'm getting my answer as things happen, and it's starting to come true, my my uh, theory here. But we'll get into all that. Oh, well, actually, you may get into it quick, because um, the general manager, uh, well, no, wait, we got to go back, because something did happen. We mentioned it earlier, I think, or was it before the uh, we recorded um you mentioned Chet Gunderson yeah no it was, no, it was definitely during recording okay had to have been, yeah because I was getting confused with crash tested guy right okay so yeah, yeah you know they do their beginning stuff you know Timmy Too Sweet comes out whatever um Chet Gunderson actually was there despite being attacked last month mm-hmm. and then attacked a couple days ago at the arena when they were setting up, Chet was actually okay and he was helping with setup. He was with Jay Beck and the bartender at the bar, which by the way, Jay Beck is the one that said he doesn't listen to our show. Oh. But which one is Jay Beck? Um, he's the former general manager. Did I meet him? 
Yeah, he was the one that has to be Damien Saint's slave. Is that the one that was in the suit by the front door? Kind of, kind of a shorter guy. He has got glasses. Is he with? Is he with that LIM bullshit or whatever? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna find him because well, I anyway. want. Because I'm gonna tell him to fuck himself. I want to make sure I say it to the right person. So go ahead. Well, anyway, so Chet Gunderson was in a wheelchair after what happened a couple days before the show, but he was wheeled out only to be really wheeled out out of the building by No Coast. And Chet hasn't been seen since. So we have some kidnappers or Chetnappers, I should say. We got some chetnappers. <laughs> Use that, Steve. Chetnappers. <laughs> um. All right. So then, after that, your favorite person in the whole world, your favorite general manager, Damian Saint, comes out with Undeniable, which was the Kings of the Six. Oh. Uh, Brian Matthews. And Eric Schultz, another guy you love. Eric Schultz, awesome fucking dude. Crushing suspenders. They were very bedazzling. I believe it. Um, So Damien Saint addressed the crowd, addressed Steve. Um, Jay Beck ended up coming out in a ridiculous looking suit kind of thing. It looked like a pilgrim in a giant diaper (laughs) he was forced to um you know ryan matthews uh giant heads yeah well he was uh forced to carry around ryan matthews heads all night i wouldn't consider that being forced i'm sure he enjoyed the fact he did it no he did not enjoy it at all now what do you know what do you know well so that after all that happened, uh, match one started. It was Gunner Brave defeating Marche Rocket. But before oh. the match, before that match started, uh, there was a video played from last month, uh, Shogun and talking to Marche Rocket. Um, it's pretty similar to another uh, conversation they had before. You know, Marche's you know not on the big winning streak lately, and Shogun's trying to. Show them the way. Uh, back it up, back it up, back it up. That guy? Uh, yeah, that guy. Right, well, no, that's not who I was thinking of, but yeah, that, yeah, he can go fuck himself if he doesn't listen to the show. Did he say why he doesn't listen to the show? He just hasn't gotten around to it, apparently. Hasn't gotten around to what? Listening to listening. a fucking show? Does he yeah. drive? Yeah. Does he have a phone? Yep. Yeah. Well, we're on fucking Apple and Google. God, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Oh, I just have to go around to a motherfucker. Ain't that hard. He watches the Power Hour, though. Oh, of course he does. That's well, fine. anyway. So, uh, yeah. That's totally fine. <laughs> so, um, Shogun's trying to get Marche to drink. You know, loosen up a little bit. 
We don't know if he drank because the video cut out right after that. But again, Gunner Braid defeated Marshade Day. Um, Marshade all day rockets. Um, match two featured Kings of the Sixth, Skylar Reed and Devin August. The group, uh, undeniable. They took on Rion Skills and Maximus Orion. Rion and Maximus took the win. Anything, um, is there anything on my notes? Oh, Aaron Stone came out to the ring, um, before the, uh, they were, uh, Kings of the Six were about to hit their finisher and distracted them, and that's when, um, <clears throat> they, Rian and Maximus were able to get the win. Nice. So they had a little help from uh, Aaron Stone. Because Aaron Stone has the issue with Undeniable. Well, they don't really. I mean, they didn't really need to help, I'm sure. Uh, no, they didn't need to help. Ryan, oh, Ryan, the skills go take care of their own. Yeah. Let's get that backup. Let's always get that backup. I mean, Aaron Stone's got problems now with the, with these guys, so he's going to do everything to get in their heads. Uh, All right, match three. Here we go. <sighs> Triple threat match for the RPW Chicagoland Championship. It was me, the Amazing Turtle. Right? First, Fucking Turtle's first, got title opportunity. Fuck yeah. Versus Ruthless Rockin' Rivera, who was the champion, and Kevin Cade. Keep in mind, Kevin Cade and Rockin' are idols. So you can yeah. imagine what I went through. Did you win the belt? No. Well, that's on you, bro. Well... I'm sure they didn't attack you. I'm sure they didn't team up on you. Oh, they teamed up on me big time. Maybe you just thought they did. Like, in your head, you thought they did. No, they they took turns beating the shit out of me, and then they beat the shit out of me at the same time. But it wasn't just them two that were there beating me up. Now, are I you had... sure that maybe they tried to fight each other, but you kept getting in the way? No. No. That didn't happen. Let's Let's not spin this, Spin Doctor. Right? Maybe maybe he was trying to fucking uh, give dude a forearm where you just stuck your head in the wrong spot. I'm just saying. I mean, I did get in the way later. Hey, you got in the way. Later, later, after I got beat up. But say, at least you can admit to yourself that you did get in the way. Well, I have to do something to fight back. But That's nonetheless, nonetheless. A strong Rock- defense is a positive offense. Something like that. So, Rockin uh, came out with Roxy. Kevin Cade came out with Joey Roth. So not only was it just two-on-one in the ring, altogether it was four-on-one. Well, I mean, yeah. So I had, you know, I, I was holding my own. I was, But I was getting beat up. I couldn't handle it as much as I could or tried. Um I get it got to the end. I had Kevin Cade right where I wanted him. It was one, two. Roxy got up there. Referee was you know, saw her, then I saw her. So she cost me the match, essentially, because she had to get involved. Which I guess allowed Joey Roth out there to give Rock and my nunchucks again, but he did not succeed in this one. Because I 
ducked. I punched him in the face. I grabbed my nunchucks. I was ready to hit him, but then I got low blowed by Kevin Cade. And then Rockin kicked me in the chin and I was knocked out. Um, Rockin was about to go pin me, then Kevin Cade tossed him out of the ring and Kevin Cade gave, uh, pinned me in one of the, you know, biggest pins, uh, had me on my shell. I cannot get up. I tried. So Kevin Cade is now the new Chicagoland champion. However, now this made me smile. Rockin and, uh, Kevin Cade were getting each other's faces. Joey Roth tried to get involved. Uh, Did uh, the Joey Roth still, is he still wearing the neck brace? He's, yes, he's still wearing the neck brace. He shouldn't have gone to the ring. That's uh, that's a big mistake. It was a big mistake because then Rockin pushed, knocked him on his ass. So there's, so as much as I wanted to win that match, as pissed off as I am at them, seeing that happen made me smile. <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of Joey Roth falling on his ass, getting knocked the fuck out. That's amazing. And then know what Christmas is all about. I'm still not happy about how it happened, about the way I lost. Yeah. But I'll take Joey Roth getting beat up as a win. All right. See, and you said that fucking uh, Saint never does anything for you. Not only he, did he... Not only did he give you a title opportunity, but he gave you an opportunity to see something entertaining. Well, he put me in a no, he put me in an all win situation. I'm, he put you he put you in a title opportunity. In a no win situation. That's why he put me in the he title opportunity. Won. He, he could have gave won. me he put could have put me one on one against Brockin like I asked. But but isn't it more entertaining to throw one more guy in there? I'm not there to entertain. I'm there, I'm there to win titles. There is and nothing a guy can't do with a can-do attitude. Well, now I can move on from Rockin because he's out of the picture, at least in my eyes, because he doesn't have the title anymore. Who did he win that title from? Uh, I remember. We, I remember. We, I remember. We talked was, about this. It, it was me essentially, but I was not the champion per se. So, if we go back to history, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you brought because you brought that title from IPW. I brought, to I brought that title from IPW to RPW. However, yeah. I cannot be recognized as the champion because it was going from IPW to RPW. So mm-hmm. it be it was vacated, but. Because I brought the title over there, they put me in the title match. It's just Rockin' uh, used my weapon against me, and uh, he he pinned me. While just amazing and um, merc- mercenary guy, um, Garrison Creed. Garrison Creed. Uh, he they them two fought to the back, so it was. Me and Rockin and well, Rockin won. Who who was the who was the general manager at the, uh, during that? Who booked that match? Jay Beck. Oh, see, so I guess he didn't really like you either. If he didn't give you an opportunity past that to fucking reclaim about that, and um, it's a shame. He probably could say, "Hey, look, man, you're 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 the official champion. This is you." 
but he didn't. Well, I understand. I understand why they had to take it off of me because it no. wasn't. No, they an didn't IPW have to. Belt. No, they didn't have to. Well, that was part of the terms. So uh, they were they were they were taking the belt. I um when I overheard that conversation, I said, "Let me beat Joey Roth," which I did. I beat Joey Roth twice, and and the first time was in five under five minutes. I'm going to keep pounding that in people's heads. I'm the one that mm-hmm. took the belt from Joey Roth. So even even after he jumped me from behind in that second match at IPW, yeah. But that's apparently irrelevant for Rocket Pro. Right. That's why I wasn't the champion going in. Yeah. So he didn't beat me for the title. He just won the title by beating me. Big difference. Yeah. I see. I, yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're, like, you're like the kid on the playground who brings the brand new fucking Pokemon card that he just got and lost it in some kind of bet with a child. But that but that situation is different because that Pokemon was mine. It's not like I got it from somebody else. Yeah. You know, so you're no you're no different than a FedEx package, really. I guess so. It was. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, sh- oh, shame. Well, at least you had a great fucking general manager who gave you a title opportunity just three days ago. Elegance in class. Well, hopefully now it'll get me Kevin Cade. Well, maybe I, there, there's probably a good chance you have to start from the bottom and work your way back up. Do what I got to do. Right. Right. But now my my eyes are on Kevin Cade now because he's got the belt that I want. Yeah, but you're probably going to have to keep your eye on him from the back of the line. Yeah, wouldn't be my first rodeo. I mean, technically the former champion should get the number one contendership opportunity. I guess technically, right? I mean, did you win? Did you did you win a number one contendership to uh, to fight for that title? No. See, you were just given an opportunity. How great is fucking Damien Singh for that? I guess there's there's an there's a phrase that someone else says. Um, give you what you want, but there's a catch. Well, yeah, he gave, me, he gave me a title shot, but the catch is I you got to win it idols. on your own. No, you got to win it on your own. Facing, That's the I, catch. Re- I wrestled two idols. You faced two competitors in that ring who ultimately yeah. went against each other in the match. So realistically, you all fought for the same title. It was every man for himself. It, it was you now see you would think it was be every man for himself. Mm-hmm. It was, but it wasn't. It wasn't until the it end. Sounds to me like it was. It wasn't until the end. Listen, man, beginning of the match, middle of the match, end of the match is no different. If it happened in the match, that's the they did not match. fight. They, they did not fight each other. But, until... but the, at the end of the day, there's a brand new fucking champion, and it could have been you. You just didn't get the job done. You had a 33 and a third chance of winning it. Ask fucking uh, Scott Steiner. He'll tell you. <laughs> Scott Steiner, man. <laughs> <laughs> But there's going right. to be more opportunities, man. Obviously, there's going to be more opportunities because well, Damien Saint rewards great employees with opportunities. I'm going to tell you right now, Nubby. Before before we had Damien Saint on here and we got to know him a little bit more, was he giving you title opportunities? He did he? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I, you know what? Technically, I did earn a title, another title opportunity, if you think about it, because Rockin got himself disqualified in that match. See? So he respected it. You see that shit? All you gotta do is be a person. If Steve would just be a person, maybe he could sit the fuck down. It's nutty. It's nutty what happens when you're just kind of fucking people. All you gotta do is just be nice. <laughs> Speaking of not so nice. Yes. Eric Schultz took on Aaron Stone. Um, during the match, Ryan Matthews comes out and takes Aaron Stone's briefcase. Aaron Stone chased him and got counted out, which gave Eric Schultz the win. Great fucking win for a great fucking guy. Shenanigans, though. I mean, come on now. Yeah. But here we go. Um, our, One of our guys, Koa Laksamana. Debut Rocket a, Pro. Fucking yes, debut. Was in a fatal four-way against Sabotage, Shogun Chris Logan, and the wild child Connor Hopkins of the damn Coyotes. It was Connor Hopkins who got the win. Nothing to say there. Only If only you were there. If only I was there, man. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it. But, hey, Koa making a debut there is awesome. Uh, I've seen the video of Koa and Damien Saint working out together at fucking Koa's gym. Uh, opportunities come to good fucking people. Look at that. There we go. All right, yeah. Yeah, I get... I mean, I can sit here and say positive things about the dude all night if that's what he prefer me to do. Elegance, class, holds himself in a, in, in a, in a proper, proper manner. Pure gentleman, really. Yep. Uh, uh, intermission happened and then after that, no coast. Uh, Joey Blues and Brian Crazer comes out with their therapist. To explain their actions at Christmas Chaos. Uh, Joey Blues, when he was talking, uh, the rest of NoCos interrupt them. And uh, Trevor Wolf um, challenges Joey Blues to a match. Um, Jam- Damian Saint uh, makes the match official. So it was Joey Blues uh, taking on Trevor, uh, Trevin uh, Wolf and... Um, Joey Blues got the victory. Do you see um, the uh do you see this therapist being a benefit to No Coast? <laughs> uh, I guess in a weird way, she's a benefit. I mean <clears throat> I don't know I don't know what kind of therapist teaches shenanigans, but you gotta you gotta prescribe the process that best works for the patient. So I guess um, kidnapping and beat him, beating up an old man is therapy? I'm sure legally she didn't say anything about doing any of that, but I'm sure she encouraged them to 
look into look inside themselves and do what they do best. She well, can't be she can't be responsible for any of that. Actually, she is. And when the videos come out in about a week or so, you'll find you'll hear her talk about it. She cuts the promo and she explains some things. <clears throat> now, speaking of explaining to do, Mr. Saint has some explaining to do because Brian Matthews, obviously, you know, he got the win over over the Boomstick 12-gauge. Mm-hmm. After the match, Aaron Stone came out to the ring and to go after Ryan, but Kings of the Six and Eric Schultz came out you know, jumped Aaron Stone, and then Damian Saint comes out. He took off his jacket. He took off his tie. He was this close of assaulting Aaron Stone himself. Now, I don't know if that's true. He did. He almost did. I'm sure maybe he was but, trying to help him up or something, but... No, 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 because <coughs> at, he told the rest of them to beat Aaron Stone up, and you know what Damien Saint did? What's that? He didn't try to stop him. He he sat on that top rope, like, relaxing, and just watched it happen. Hmm. What kind of GM lets this happen? Come on, dude. I mean, you've seen how general managers are in wrestling. Right, but he's supposed to be unbiased. I think he was. It sounds like he was pretty unbiased. No, it doesn't sound like it to me. He let a group that he's leading beat up another person. Let's think about this. Okay, okay. So who is all in the ring right now? Aaron Stone. Yep. Ryan Matthews. Okay. Both members of Kings of the Sixth. Okay. Eric Schultz. Yep. And Damian Saint. Okay. Now, did Damian Saint strike any one of those guys in that ring? No. See? There you go. But he allowed... No, he allowed Aaron Stone to get beat up for on that. I think he was just letting guys work shit out for themselves. Four on one. I mean, come on now. Damian Saint's not an in-ring competitor. Why would he get involved in things that's not his business? He's not Steve. He did not get the referees. He did not get any extra help from the back. Why didn't the referees come out? Shouldn't the referees have come out? Shouldn't the GM? Maybe, but if no one's out there, the GM should be showing his authority. Do you know know for a fact that Damian Saint went to the referees and said, hey, we need to get out there. We need to break this up. And he went out ahead of them to make sure everything was organized. And referees took it upon themselves not to take care of it. He did not talk to the referees because I was that? back there. No, yeah, I was back I'm there. Sure you're, I'm sure you're back there. I'm sure you're right next to the referees. Damian Saint trying to handle and put on a production for standing room only. Uh-huh. You're, yeah, you're right there. <clears throat> Why didn't Steve get in there and help? Steve is a commentator. He has an issue with everyone in that fucking ring. Go fucking be a hero. He, he didn't think he should have been the hero at that time. Why? Because he got his ass handed to him by, by the group of people in there? 
That could have been a possibility. See? So maybe Damien felt the same way. Hey, I would get involved, but I don't want to get beat up by all these fucking guys. But he sat there with a <sighs> smile. I'm sure he was hysterical in the situation. Just because just people smile doesn't mean they're happy. People get hysterical in, uh, in stressful situations. You'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I, uh, oh, my God. You know? He just let it happen. Did anyone Smiled come out, did, did anyone come out to help uh help uh Stone out? No. <clears throat> Sounds like that's on the locker room. Can't be on him. But the GM should have been calling for people. I'm sure he did before he got out there. No, he went out he just went out there and flaunted his shit. <clears throat> I'm sure at some point the fight had to stop, right? The beatdown ended. Well, why did he have to take his tie off? Why did he take his jacket off? Did the beatdown end? Are they still in that ring right now beating him up? He did that before the beatdown. But is the beatdown over now? Over. If if a beatdown's been going on for three days, there's a problem. So that means it's over. Somebody had to have stopped the beatdown. Who stopped the beatdown? They just stopped. Yeah, right. Aaron Stone had enough. I'm sure Damian Stace said, hey. Let's stop this. And they're like, oh, okay, my bad. He should have, he should have stopped it before it started. He stopped it. He stopped it. He, just... he let him fight. He let him beat him up in while he was in the ring on top on the top rope, smiling with that evil ass grin of his. Listen, man, you could talk to Steve about how general managers allow things to happen. Perfect example. I still get blamed for Powell fucking coming to the show at high voltage and beating all you guys up. Uh We've seen situations happen at SCW with Powell. We've seen things happen at Powell with SCW. Not every general manager or president of a company can control the actions of all of their superstars. It just doesn't happen. But Damian State did find an opportunity to stop a beatdown on one of his wrestlers. So realistically, that's a win. He He's with them, and that's all there is to it. Has he confirmed that? Actions speak louder than words. Ah, uh, that's not true at all. No, we've been it's one hundred percent. We've been we've been speculating that uh, Terry is uh, on holiday side through all of this, but we don't know. Just seems was, like it. Well, he was in his corner the whole time. Hey, just actions speak louder than words, but there's no confirmation of that stuff whatsoever. <sighs> right, man. Listen, if you want title opportunities of fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling, you should stop accusing the guy who appoints title matches of Rocket Pro Wrestling of heinous things. I'm just calling it as I see it. When I go to Rocket Pro, I want to see fucking Turtle in that ring. But if you keep this up, you may end up just being nubby sitting next to me. And there goes standing room only. Right. That's true. That's true. That's why you. That's why they're standing room. You're being booked. Exactly. Right. But you're not going to get booked with this attitude. You know, can't 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 demand answers from the guy who cuts the checks, bro. Well, speaking of things, yes, more some more shit happened, but this time it didn't involve Damian Saint in a way. So, it was the tag team titles. It was the damn coyotes, Damien Deshane, and the wick, wicked wild side, wicked side, Brooks Burnham, taking on the champions, the fabulous idols, rock star Johnny Nye and Damien Gray. Um, 
So the Coyotes actually had the match won. But it turns out there was a foot on the rope. So the match had to be restarted. And then the Idols won by cheating again. But in the midst of all the shenanigans throughout the match and before the match, um, Roxy Hart and Joey Roth decided to come to the commentary table. I was there, so I witnessed this go down. Now, 50 feet is supposed to be 50 feet, correct? 100%. Now, it's supposed to be Steve away, 50 feet away from Joey Roth, but Joey Roth should not be going towards Steve. Well, it has True. That's true. But Roxy Hart was the one that slapped Steve. Mm. Shelly, who was doing the commentary with us, tried to go after Roxy. Steve had to hold her back. That She got pretty close to getting Roxy. But Steve had just had enough energy to hold her back. So things are heating up now, especially now that Shelly's involved. And you don't want to piss her off. So now I wonder, can Joey Roth get arrested for getting, like, getting kind of not following his own order? I don't, if I, if I had to look at it, and uh, I did do uh, two years of law enforcement in high school, so I kind of know a thing or two about the law. Uh, no, he cannot be arrested. But I do believe that if he voluntarily went within the restriction of the uh, uh, restraining order, that it could void the restraining order. Hmm. I don't think he can be arrested. I don't believe so. No. I think Steve's got to look into that. Steve should look into that. And when we get video footage, because video footage will come out soon, I think Steve should be able to take care of this. Mm -hmm. 100%. Uh, Because otherwise, Steve can't do nothing about it. Which would be a shame. Yeah. I guess it just depends on uh, how good of a lawyer old dude has. Well, it was signed by uh, Eric Schultz, so. Mm, that's a good lawyer. I'm sure Steve can get a hold of Feinberg if he wants, you know, at least, uh, you know, appointed, uh, appointed lawyer. But, yeah. I mean, the best thing Fre- Feinberg can do is give him a title shot against uh, Hunter Payne. Maybe. Uh, he did do that. I mean, I guess that's a win in this booking away. So, what else you got? What else happened to Rock Pro? So, we got the main event. Excellent. And do you remember the Masked Man that came out last time that cost Christian Rose the championship? Yep. Well, he guess what? He returned. Ooh, did he reveal himself? Oh, he did. But, so, Quinn went on. <laughs> Quinn Widock obviously retained the belt due to 
the mass man being get getting involved. Mm-hmm. So Ben Wadak is still the Rock and Roll champion. It was then this masked man beat up Christian Rose. He unmasked himself. Dun, dun, dun. It's Bucky Collins. Dun, dun. Bucky freaking Collins is the masked man. Him and Christian Rose have a long history. Bucky. Fucking Bucky. It was but, uh, Bucky. It was Bucky all along. <laughs> Bucky Rose. It was Bucky all along. So Quinn uh, retains the championship. Good for him. Yep. Now, the uh, Garrison Creed did win a normal guitar ship uh, match last uh, show, right? Yeah. And but but um, he's not booked in the next title match. Because it's going to be uh, Christian Rose, Steve Michaels, Marche Rocket, and Quinn Weddock in a fatal four-way for the heavyweight title at Cupid's Carnage. Interesting. Very interesting. Awesome. Uh, anything else happened at uh, Rocket Pro that we need to uh, cover? Um, no, actually. That's all uh, that happened at Rocket Pro. You missed the fun shows. Standing room only. I want to say 500 people were there. I didn't. I didn't. I, if I if I didn't have to do what I had to do Saturday, I would have 100 percent been there without a doubt. I even, I, I even looked at the clock on my way back, uh, and I'm looking at it, and I was, when I left, in the because I was in that eastern time zone, it was already 4.30 that time when I left, so by the time I got to Rocket Pro, it probably would have been like, probably 5.36 our time, so, and at that time, you know, I was just, I was already just exhausted. I was done. So, um, I do plan on being there in February. Uh, uh, I don't want to mention anything because I don't want to give any, uh, give any excitement away, but, uh, some big things happened with Just Freaking Wrestling and Rocket Pro Wrestling. Yep. It was, uh, uh, I heard about it. I was actually asked a question, but I'm pretty sure you got the same question. From who? Possibly. The uh, higher-ups yeah. of Rocket Pro? No, they never reached out to me. Oh, well, well somebody, I think... did. somebody did. But I think we talked to two different people. Yeah, we did. Um, but, yeah, no, there's there's opportunities. Uh, actually, yeah, it's... I don't, don't want to get too much weight because I'm kind of excited for it and everything. I'm still going to work out the kinks. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm more excited for the growth opportunity for JFW or... The opportunity to upset Steve Moore. <laughs> because he, I mean, he already did say that, you know, like all of a sudden, all, you know, JFW is the, the official podcast of Rocket Pro Wrestling. So, you know, the, so, yeah, I guess we can mention it. So there's an opportunity for us to do podcasting with Rocket Pro Wrestling at their shows, not necessarily during the show, but to do some content with their wrestlers. Um, 
I'm not sure exactly what we're this is the this is the kind of like the, the finalizing the idea of what we're doing. If it's going to be, you know, a video thing, an audio thing, a live thing, a recorded thing, whatever the hell it is. Uh that's what we gotta finalize and figure out. But uh yeah, February February may be uh a, a next step for JFW there at uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling in Juliet. So uh again, standing room only by uh Damian Saint, five for five. Uh I'm sure six will be the next one. And their show is February seventh, correct? February fourth. February fourth, gotcha. So excellent. So yeah, so I do plan on being there. Uh we do again, Nubby, uh good job on getting what you could for match cards this week. Uh DWA and Tinley Park, you got uh CSW and Franklin Park, ARW and Hammond Lake Station. Lake, Lake Station. Station and uh Russell League out in Homewood. So um I think all those I think all those posters are currently posted on our uh Facebook page. Uh yes. guys. So yes, is there so is there anything else independent wise that we need to discuss? Um, I have one little thing to mention. Uh normally I'd, I'd wait for a full card, but there's a match there was a match announced for IPW, which is the last Sunday of this month. I don't want you to wait to that show to announce it. Cuz I just can't wait to announce this match. TikTok, bro, let's go. Max Holiday We'll be taking on Backwoods Brown. That is awesome. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm and, accepting that. And it may be a Chicago street fight if Max um, uh, accepts it. Because Back, Backwoods Brown posted a video on the IPW page and asked for it to be a Chicago street fight. That's awesome. And that's all I got. Excellent. Guys, make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Rig Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. And you can find our shows when they're released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling Podcast or uh, JFW Podcast. Nobody, that's all I got. I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis C. And I'm Nubby the Amazing Turtle Cowabunga. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.